Chapter 16 Storm and Calm Rama went to Queen Kausalya's dwelling Many visitors were assembled there eagerly awaiting the coronation In the innermost apartment the queen clad in white silk was before the sacrificial fire invoking blessings on her son As soon as Rama entered she embraced him and showed him who she thought was to become the Yuvaraja to a specially raised seat Mother this seat is now too high for me said Rama I am a hermit and should sit on grass spread on the floor I have brought to you news which may sadden you Listen and give me your blessings. And he told her briefly what had happened. The king wishes to give the crown to Bharata. His command is that I should spend 14 years in Dandaka forest. I must leave today mother and I come for your blessings before I go. When Kausalya heard this she fell on the ground like a plantain tree suddenly cut down Lakshmana and Rama gently raised her she clung to Rama and cried is my heart made of stone or iron that he still live Lakshmana could not bear the sight of his grief angrily he spoke This old king has pronounced on Rama a doom that is reserved for the most wicked evil doers. What sin or crime has Rama committed? Not even his worst enemy could find any fault in Rama. The doting old man has lost his senses over his young wife and is not fit to be king anymore. How can a king listen to a woman and violate dharma even your enemies oh rama when they look at you begin to love you but this old man of a father sends you to the forest look here brother let us together throw out this king and take charge of the kingdom ourselves who dare oppose us I shall make an end of anyone who dares. Only give me leave and I shall do this single-handed. A young brother to become king and you go to the forest? The world would laugh at this absurdity. Don't consent to this. I at any rate won't stand this. I shall put down all opposition. and see that you rule the kingdom without let or hindrance never doubt but i have the strength to do it instead of the sun rising a great darkness has descended upon this land this morning for when we were expecting your coronation the king sentences you to banishment in the face of such injustice there is no use being nice and polite 
I cannot stand this. I must do my duty. Mother, now you will see the strength of my arm and so you, brother. Lakshmana's words were some solace to Kausalya, but yet this strange talk of ousting the king and seizing the throne frightened her. She said, Rama, consider well what Lakshmana says. Don't go to forest. If you go away, how can I stay here all alone among enemies? I too shall go with you. Rama had listened in silence to Lakshmana's outburst, for it was wise to let the pent-up passion find outlet in words. Then turning to Kausalya, he said, Mother, let there be no talk of anyone going with me to the forest. It is your duty to stay here serving the king and sharing the sorrow that has come to him in his old age. How can the crowned king of an emperor wander with me like a widow in the forest? This cannot be. I shall return after my term of forest life. It is my duty to fulfill my father's word. It is all the same to me, whether it is just or unjust, spontaneous or extorted by force or fraud. If I fail in this primary duty, I can gain no satisfaction or good name through any amount of wealth or power. Lakshmana, your proposals are quite wrong. I know your great strength and I have no doubt that you can vanquish and destroy all opponents and secure for me the kingdom. I know also your affection for me. But the way in which you propose to use it is not worthy of the dynasty to which we belong. Our highest duty is to fulfill our father's word. If we fail in that, no other achievement can make up for it. Rama tried to console both his mother and his brother, but Lakshmana's anger could not be easily put down. Perhaps it could have been if he himself, not Rama, were the sufferer. But it was Rama who was a victim of this cruel injustice. And so Lakshmana writhed in anger like a wounded cobra. Rama took him apart, made him sit down and tried to calm him. Lakshmana, are you not my other self, my very soul in another body? Listen to me. You are courageous and strong. Control your anger and grief on my account. Don't allow these evil spirits to possess you. Holding fast to dharma, let us convert our present disgrace into a great job. Let us forget all about the coronation and think worthily as becomes our race. Consider our father's condition. Our hearts should go out to him in sympathy 
or he is stricken with a great sorrow whatever be the reason he gave a promise and if he should break it he would be committing a shameful papa which would besmirch and blot out all his great and glorious deeds he is heartbroken at the wrong he feels he has done to me but i do not feel it a wrong at all for a king must keep his word and a son must obey his father you should know that you too are free from any sense of injury only so can we bring him mental relief he gave us the life that we hold and we should give him peace of mind he is afraid about the other world we should free him from this fear so far we have never given him cause for sorrow or dissatisfaction now we have become the cause of a great fear in his mind about what is to happen to him in the other world we can easily relieve him instead of doing this are we to add to his troubles for this reason my mind has altogether turned away from the coronation and is intent on the journey to the forest my sole desire now is to go to the forest and see that bharata is crowned this would please me best if i delay kaikeyi will grow suspicions hence i should go to the forest this very day and bring peace to her mind rid of the fear of the sin of breaking a promise and assured of my willing and cheerful acceptance of his command our father will be happy and we should not be angry with kaikeyi either has she not been kind to us all these years that she should suddenly conceive this idea is surely the working of fate we should not blame her for it one proposes something and the fate decides otherwise on this kaikeyi is but a passive instrument in the hands of fate our little mother will have to bear the grievous burden of the world's blame but our love for her should remain the same as ever if before this there had been evil in her thought her conduct would have shown it there is no doubt that some higher force has made her say suddenly and harshly rama go to the forest otherwise how could a high minded woman who so far looked upon us as her own children now behave so brazenly before her husband who can oppose destiny even steadfast sages have swerved suddenly from their purpose how can poor kaikeyi hope to resist fate let us resolve firmly to change this sorrow into joy that would be a proof of our nobility and courage lakshmana 
with the blessings of my mothers and elders i shall go to the forest bring here the water the water from the ganga for the coronation i shall use it for ablution before departing to the forest no no that water belongs to the state and is intended for the coronation how can we touch it we shall go to the holy ganga ourselves and fetch the water for my ablution brother be not sad thinking of kingdom or wealth life in the forest will be my highest joy so rama revealed to his brother his inmost thoughts in these passages valmiki uses the word daiva in sanskrit literature daivam means fate daivam dishtam bhagyam niyati and vidhi are all words conveying the idea of something unexpected and inexplicable because of the belief in god as the prime cause a natural confusion arises between fate and god's will what rama said to lakshmana on the present occasion does not mean that he thought that the gods contrived kaikeyi's action for their own benefit rama offered no more than usual consolation it is the work of fate do not grieve no one is to blame for this in kamba ramayanam also addressing his brother raging like fire of dissolution rama says it is not the reverse fault that the bed is dry even so my going hence is not the king's fault nor queen kaikeyi's nor her sons the wrong is the work of fate why should one be angry with this explanation calmed lakshmana for a while but soon his anger boiled up again he said very well then this is a work of fate fate i grant is a cause of our stepmother's sudden fall and i am not angry with her but are we on that account to sit still and do nothing it is kshatriya dharma to overcome evil and establish justice a hero does not bow down before fate having announced rama's coronation by beat of drum to the town and the country the treacherous king invokes some old forgotten boon and orders you to go to the forest is it manly to call this fate and obey it meekly only cowards go down under fate heroes should oppose and vanquish it. i am no weakling to match against fate i shall tame the mad elephant fate and make it serve me i shall banish to the forest those who conspired to banish you if you wish to visit the forest for a change you can do so later the proper time for it will be when you have reigned as the king for many years and then entrusted the crown to your sons that was the way of our ancestors 
if anyone questions your kingship now i stand here to annihilate them are these two shoulders merely for beauty this bow these arrows and this sword hanging on my side are they mere decorations or do you think they are theatrical equipment put on for show i await your orders give me the word and test my prowess rama gently pacified lakshmana's rage which was flaming up into a huge fire as long as our parents are alive said rama it is our duty to obey them i cannot dream of disobeying my father it is our prime duty to do his bidding and enable him to fulfill his pledge what choice is there in getting a kingship after insulting our parents and slaying bharata the embodiment of dharma and he wiped with his hands the tears from lakshmana's eyes when rama did this lakshmana grew calm for the affectionate magic of rama's hand could work wonders